Hi, this is uh, Paraksan. Welcome to this live webinar, Wednesday webinar, where we're looking at uh, planning to save capital gains tax from a UK perspective. So we're looking at um, how uh, capital gains tax can be saved for uh, expats living and working abroad who's got a property or business uh, or investments based in the UK. So first of all, what is capital gains tax charged on? Uh, and noting that capital gains tax, we're talking about it from a UK perspective, but capital gains tax can apply in lots of countries around the world. Um, but in the UK, the, the tax is charged on a pers any personal item of value that you can then subsequently sell. Okay, now the conditions to that, but essentially that could mean a stamp collection, a magazine collection, it could mean a, a work of art, it could mean jewellery, <clears throat> and it, it could mean property, it could mean business and investments and shares. Um, it could be a stamp collection, uh, and there's a, a peculiar term that, 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 that is used in capital gains um, to understand whether something has got a value and therefore it can be uh, taxed for capital gains. Um, and it's called wasting assets. So if something uh, will, over a period of, say, 50 years, depreciate to have no value, um, then it's deemed to be a wasting asset and capital gains tax won't apply. It's whether the, it will endure. So uh, things that we would consider to be collectible antiques and would appreciate in value are the things that, that acquire a capital gains liability. Um, shares and investments uh, are uh, subject to capital gains. So if you invest in the stock market and the share price goes up, that can creating a capital gain. Ditto, uh, the same applies for cryptocurrencies. So as we get more and more invested into cryptocurrencies, these investments as well are, are potentially liable uh, to uh, a capital gains tax uh, on, on disposal. So it's been aware of that. I mean, if you're going to double your portfolio in two years and, and take 10,000 to be 20,000 or 100,000 to be 200 or 1 million to be 2 million, you're creating a capital gains tax liability. Um, the same is true for any type of shares. So it could be stocks and shares. It could be shares in your own company, which you're building a liability uh, as a capital gains. Uh, employees who have share saving schemes or, or, or uh, any sort of employee benefit scheme, again, it becomes a, 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 a capital gains liability for them in the future. <clears throat> Property is, is a fixed asset, obviously in the country in which it's in, and again, a capital gains tax liability can apply to that. Um, <clears throat> now, in the UK, people are used uh, to their residential property being capital gains tax free. But what you need to bear in mind is that the rules have been tightened up a lot in the last five years and your residential home can be capital gains tax free, but for expats there's dangers and, and planning and protection that needs to be take place to make sure that the residential home doesn't suffer from capital gains tax. Uh, from 2020, the capital gains tax on residential property, as opposed to any other type of property, is is 18 or 28%, depending if you're a high rate taxpayer or not. 
So there's a lot at stake for expats with UK property invested. <clears throat> Any sort of business assets, including intangible assets, so if you've got a copyright, a, a brand name that you're licensing or selling while you're living or working abroad uh, or cross-border, then that the sale of that uh, can potentially give you a capital gains liability, if not uh, income tax or property rights, uh, royalty tax. So these are some of the ideas that are potentially liable to capital gains. Now, what is precisely uh, taxed for capital gains in the UK is not necessarily taxed in another jurisdiction. Um, and this is where expats can take advantage of, of the rules to, to try and mitigate capital gains tax. <clears throat> so in this um, webinar, we're looking at from a UK perspective, but the principles for capital gains apply uh, around the world. However, when you get certain jurisdictions, they may not apply a capital gains tax at all. Uh, so the, the UK have had a capital gains tax for about 50 years. Um, other countries don't have a capital gains tax. So if you use uh, Cyprus, a, a modern EU state, with a, 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 an investor-friendly uh, 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 environment uh, for tax planning, for uh, relocation, for IT business, for uh, financial business, um, or just for uh, expats to be uh, used as a tax residence base, uh, there's no capital gains on investments. There, the only capital gains in, in Cyprus is, is on um, uh, Cyprus property assets, uh, not on investments, not on inheritances, not on anything else. Because the, the other thing about capital gains is that it's a lifetime disposal. When you die, you can avoid capital gains, uh, but you then got inheritance tax. And, and that's another issue which we'll come back to later. So let's have a look at what the uh, capital gains tax uh, rates are for the UK. So generally, it is 10% is, is, is if you're a basic rate taxpayer or 20% if you're a high rate taxpayer. But bear in mind that the, 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 the capital gain can have an influence on that or any gifting or, or other plans that you take can, uh, on the margins, uh, move you between a high rate and a low rate taxpayer. The uh, personal home in the UK is exempt as long as you're living in that. So expats who maintain a home in the UK, uh, to, to actually maintain that capital gains tax-free liability, have to be in that property, uh, live in that property for more uh, for 90 days in a year. So it then becomes a tie issue and a residency issue as to whether you're an expat or non-resident or not, which can have an obligation. <clears throat> the good thing with capital gains tax is, in addition to any personal allowance, there's a capital gains tax allowance each year. So uh, anybody can make 12,300 capital gains uh, a year tax-free, and that's the husband and the wife. So sharing it in the family uh, does help that. Um, but uh, as part of the post-COVID uh, regulations, that uh, capital gains uh, uh, a, a personal allowance has been fixed through to 2026 uh, so there can be no increases so as, as inflation builds up 
uh, and increases the prices of property in the UK and other jurisdictions around the world, the, the capital gains is going to accelerate and with the UK the personal allowance is going to be a depreciating uh, benefit. <clears throat> Buying and selling costs of property or any other investments are allowable when, when you're selling uh, a property. So if you're selling for 15,000 gain and you've got 3,000 expenses, it's going to bring you below the personal allowance. Um, but also if you've got losses, so if you've got an investment portfolio and you make a loss on a, a Bitcoin, a crypto investment or, or a share, you could sell that, that, that gain, uh, that loss in a year and offset that against gains uh, elsewhere. So that's another tactic that you can use. And, and gifting between uh, partners, uh, whether they're spouse or civil marriage, uh, civil partnership, that those uh, gifts are, are tax-free, but not necessarily to children. However, you can make a, a gift to uh, the children uh, which is exempt under inheritance tax rules. So lifetime gifts um, uh, uh, to the family uh, can uh, enable you to avoid a capital gains liability uh, on that asset. Uh, if you make investments within the UK, this is not our business directly, but if you make investments into pensions or ISAs, that's a way to keep your, your assets tax-free. But for expats living working abroad, they can't necessarily add to a UK ISA uh, under the, the rules as non-residents. And uh, pensions, there will be another way. And if you want to talk to a proact investment advisor, we can arrange a free review by contacting us at productpartnership.com. Um, we mentioned earlier that shares are subject to capital gains and if you've got a business and you build it up over the long term and at least two years, if you're buying and selling a business, then uh, that business um, uh, qualifies for a business relief or entrepreneur's relief as it used to be known. Um, the good news about that is if you sell your business for uh, a million pounds uh, using the business relief um, exemption, you only pay 10% capital gains. You don't pay the, the, the rate, a uh, higher rate. So that can be, say, 50%, uh, half of the capital gains tax liability. So th that's the scenario. Capital gains is very, very complicated. But essentially, if any asset is fixed in the UK, whether it's shares, whether it's crypto, whether it's uh, your, your personal residence or your company's residence, or whether it's a property uh, or the assets that you're selling, then there's a capital gains tax liability in the UK. So let's have a look at how you can plan to avoid that. So we mentioned earlier that you've got a, a personal allowance. That personal allowance is, is 12,300, and that's gonna remain for the next five years. So let's just say that that is it. You need to use that each year. So if you've got an investment portfolio um, and you're an active investor, then you, you need to sell your gains each year to use your personal allowance and report that on your UK tax return. So expats living and working abroad with, with UK share portfolios or crypto portfolios where they're, they're realising a gain each year, 
uh, they need to report that on their UK tax return under the capital gains section and uh, the ProAct expat tax experts can help you with the UK tax return. Um, uh, our, our series next in, in January uh, we're looking at uh, UK tax returns for expats so you can contact us if you need any help on that to complete uh, an outstanding uh, 2020-21 tax return which is due by the end of January. So the, the, the annual allowance you can make a gain and you need to do that before the, the that sale before the 5th of um, January at the end of the, the UK tax year. Um, <clears throat> you can gift to partners so uh, if, if, if somebody's built up a business and that value is, is in one the husband or the wife or the, the, the partner, the civil partner, uh, gifting between uh, spouses uh, is exempt. Um, so if you've got a business uh, or a, a commercial property asset that you're going to sell for uh, 50,000 by, by gifting it so it's 25-25, then it, it can enable you to keep it to a basic rate uh, capital gains tax or um, and also allow both partners to use their maximum 12,300 allowance so an expat couple owning a UK residential property that they're selling with a capital gains tax liability in the UK uh, will both get an exemption of 12,300 um, in each of the years uh, you could split that there's a timing issue as well so if, you, if uh, an expat couple could, for example, consider selling uh, a, a part of their property to their two children, um, and, and that would enable the parents to uh, use an allowance, uh, their personal allowance for the year, and uh, uh, retain uh, an asset which they can then dispose of in the following year. So they, they, they do the sale every two years rather than one year. That, so that would be another way forward. Uh, you can also reinvest it in tax shelters. Now, if you're living in the UK, you would invest in pensions and ISAs as, as a, 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 an investment tax shelter. Um, but expats um, and, and family and with business that want to protect their assets in the long run, they may consider using a, a family trust so for expats living across border uh, and, and considering down generations, a family trust is a way to hold assets, manage them across borders under one jurisdiction, one control, with the family in control. And it can actually also be a way, not necessarily to avoid capital gains, but if you then get into using the inheritance tax rules, you can gift into there, uh, not just to avoid capital gains now, but to avoid uh, inheritance tax at a later date. So uh, capital gains tax in the UK is running at 10, 20 or 18 to 28% for residential property, but then it goes up to 40% when you die and inheritance tax kicks in. So a family trust for expats to hold overseas property, business assets as well as UK business assets can be a very tax effective way of avoiding capital gains and inheritance tax while, while the family retains control. <clears throat> the, the key thing is that we're looking at is, is, is property. There's lots of people invested in property in the UK 
and and inflation is is rampant in the UK property sector and it's set to continue for the next few years as the society adjusts to uh, remote working and hybrid working between uh, uh, remote locations and home. Um, this is going to become more ingrained and we learn to adapt to it over the last couple of years. But in the coming years, it's like, it's like, you can work in the suburbs and, and not travel into London to, to, to do your work remotely. But the, also you can come to a, a jurisdiction like Cyprus, which are very happy for you to do your employment work in, in, under a UK contract and be a Cyprus tax resident. And there you can enjoy all sorts of benefits like 0% tax on dividends, no capital gains tax, uh, as well as a 50, up to a 50% income tax deduction uh, for being an individual tax resident in, in Cyprus carrying out work in, in, in the UK, for example, or any other jurisdiction. <coughs> um, so uh, uh, that remote working is driving property prices in the UK. That inflation will, will create more potential capital gains liabilities by gifting uh, and protecting those assets. Expats can protect future capital gains liabilities uh, and inheritance tax liabilities and complicated uh, delays and expenses because of cross-border legislation in controlling those assets. Uh, an expat needs to spend at least 90 days in a UK property to maintain the the uh, main property exemption residence. That's a very, very important. So if an expat's living and working abroad, they maintain a property in the UK without um, necessarily renting it, it can still fall foul of the UK capital gains uh, legislation with a tax charge on sale of up to 28%. And because the UK tax rules have changed now from 2020, any capital gains tax sale of a, a, a in the UK uh, of a residential property or any property has to be reported within two months. So not only do you report the capital gains tax at the end of the tax year, but you also need to report it uh, straight away during the tax year. Uh, so again, if an expat is trying to sell a UK property and they've got a tax return to do, uh, ProAx tax experts can help them with that. To do that, uh, capital gains tax uh, compliance return uh, initially and then again uh, at the end of the year with a full return uh, to add the non-residents and the capital gains uh, uh, um, uh, sections amendments to the to the main tax return <clears throat> if if you live in a property and you've got a lodger that's not counted uh, as as a, a commercial element um, but if if an expat leaves their main residence and goes abroad, then uh, uh, that property, unless they nominate it and, and make it clear with the HMRC and it's not rented out commercially, is potentially then liable to capital gains tax. There is a window, uh, a, a final period. So if you vacate a property and to sell it, the, the, the UK uh, allow a nominal nine-month period uh, for an expat to leave the property, go abroad, and get the sale completed, 
and still treat it absolutely as their main residence. So if you lived in, uh, in that property for 5, 10, 20 years, relocate abroad, and you sell it within nine months of becoming non-resident and expat, so if you leave quickly on the 5th of April uh, to become expat, then um, you've got nine months and, and you still won't have a, a capital gains liability for that residential property sale. If you hold on to the property for three or four or five years and, and you've rented it out in the meanwhile, you could fall foul uh, for all your capital gains to be liable to 20, up to 28% UK capital gains tax sale, even though you're living and working abroad in Cyprus, Spain, Portugal, Florida. Um, <clears throat> so it, this is something to bear in mind. And um, as always, planning ahead is, is the exemption that needs to be made. Now, it's not all bad news for expats. Um, with expat business, if you've got a, a UK business or UK investments or UK crypto, uh, with a gain and you want to sell, if you leave uh, the uh, UK uh, before the end of the tax year and then after you've left, you then consider selling that property or that business or that, sorry, forget property, if you then consider selling that property or that investment or that crypto, uh, then uh, it still applies that uh, UK expats get a generous exemption uh, for that uh, that they, allows them to um, declare the capital gain. So the year after you, the tax year after you've left the UK, you make a capital gain, you declare that to the UK in full, uh, not for residential property, but for business sales, share sales, investment sales, crypto sales, and the capital gains liability on that, which would be up to 20%, is deferred for up to five years. So it's a bit of a staggering s scale, but if you stay out of the UK for five years, you'll pay zero capital gains on that. So big business people uh, may relocate to Monaco, Singapore, Cyprus, uh, uh, Spain, sell their UK business, take a, a large capital gain, and, and after five years, that, that liability in the UK falls away. They can return to the UK with all the capital intact, having saved 20% capital gains tax, um, capital that can be protected for their family to benefit from and, and, and not the tax man. <clears throat> so that's a, an important planning tool and it's important the timing. Uh, if you put your business up to sale, you agree the sale and then you go expat, uh, even if a tax year lapses that is still going to be liable to UK rules now you might get entrepreneur relief and only pay 10% but you know the capital gains is still going to apply so uh, the tax year end 5th of April is an important time to, to plan don't relocate on the 6th of April because you've then got a whole year um, of living and working abroad uh, before you can start on the the 6th of April next year to to commence the process of selling and disposing of any properties. Bearing in mind all the time, UK residential property from 2019-20 uh, is now always gonna have uh, a property rental income tax and a, a property rental capital gains tax. That's not avoidable on any disposal of UK residential property. That's, that's something set in stone. 
So the way to uh, plan and protect from capital gains on residential property is by gifting uh, um, and, uh, for example, using a family trust and gifting it using the inheritance tax rules uh, rather than the capital gains tax rules. Um, Proact again, I've got expertise for expats living and working abroad and for families to, to protect their property and business assets and investment assets across borders and down generations. We've got a, a great team of, of legal and, and accounting uh, and tax experts that can help advise people. Uh, as a general basis, as a first level of entry, we offer a retained client service which allows clients to, um, expats living and working abroad to engage with us and, and get access to consultants and questions and answers uh, to help them, guide them every step of the way, uh, planning for whatever their capital gains tax might be. Uh, so contact us at proactpartnership.com or, or join us as a, a retained client at proactpartnership.co.uk. Uh, next week, uh, the last uh, live webinar of, of this series in December, so we're going all through the Christmas week, so if you need a break from your, your uh, December fest, um, join us next uh, Wednesday for a live uh, Wednesday webinar where we actually look a bit more detail at inheritance tax planning um, in, in terms of avoiding capital gains tax as well and how family trust or a corporation or uh, um, owning a business through property can help protect um, assets across borders and down generations. Um, uh, and uh, follow, we'll follow that series up in January with UK tax uh, deep dive into capital gains and non-residents and residency issues uh, to protect property investments and business for expats living and working abroad. So thanks very much for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, go to our website, register and sign up as a retained client and we'd be glad to talk to you uh, uh, on the other side at proactpartnership.co.uk and join us um, uh, uh, with your detailed inquiry at proactpartnership.com. Um, for those of you watching this later, after the um, uh, 2021 Christmas period, um, you know, ignore the references and watch the series anyway. Uh, they'll be available for watch back. They're, they're, we, we have a lots of exclusive stuff for our retained clients online which you can get access to later on. Uh, so thanks for listening and have a, a, a great week ahead. Uh, whatever you're doing, uh, don't worry, be happy. Mm -hmm.